Jazz88. I'm chatting with Davina from Davina and the Vagabonds. They're getting ready for a show on Saturday, June 24th over the Jazz88 main stage, part of the Twin Cities Jazz Festival. Davina, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, Davina, it looks like you and the band have been out on the road. In fact, almost any time we're playing your music, I'm going, they're in San Diego. They're doing something in Tennessee. How does it feel after a couple of years of having no option but being off the road? How does it feel to be back traveling with the Vagabonds? It feels great. I got enough time because, I mean, I toured nonstop forever. Like over a decade, are we talking? I mean, yeah, 15 years, full time, like 200 plus gigs. So, you know, the pandemic was horrible, obviously, but one thing that came out of it was just me realizing that I don't need to work as much and, like, my mental health. I just had time to, like, chill and appreciate, get my gratitude back. I love playing with the guys that I'm playing with. It's just phenomenal. And you you see things on a different level now because you take you want to be present and take everything in. You know, there's always that stuff where, like, the sound guy's your nemesis and, like, but, you know, you just, like, kind of appreciate it more. You're like, oh, I love you, Mr. Nemesis, you know? <laughs> Davida, the last time we talked professionally, <laughs> I was at another radio station. We were on Zoom. We were talking about mental health, and we couldn't even get together in person because it was, like, yeah. heavy COVID. I would have killed to have a sound guy I hated at that moment, I right? Like, just, just, <laughs> I just hold the mic like this. I would take any of any it of just it, to have it, a person, yeah. you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So now you see a bad sound yeah, person. Yeah, and, and I'm like, like oh, I love you. Yes. <laughs> uh, now, all also, Davina, in addition to being out on the road, uh, you're back in the studio, although the studio is also your home. Yes. You're working on music. You said yes. you're broke. Besides for being broke, I how is making the music? It's been really exciting to be able to like do it in our home. I can be adventurous. I can try different mics. You know, and we have this beautiful, beautiful board. And my husband, Zach Lozier, is just so that side of the brain. Mm. You know, he's able to talk mathematically when it comes to music. And I'm more like... Um, can you guys just play like you're playing at a funeral and you're drunk? Like, and he's like, take it to the minor, maybe flat a fifth. You know, like we're just two way different people. And he's so great at it. And and it's really neat to team up with him. And the guys have come over. We've had Toby Marshall, which is an amazing B3 organ player. He's on one of them. I have a beautiful friend, Jillian Ray. Mm-hmm. She was in Spain and she did a killer uh, like fiddle for one of my songs. So it's just really nice that I can sit and think and be, and I'm excited. It's called Shoot for the Moon. I have no date when it's coming out, so whatever. But it's so close to being finished. I'm so excited. Is this Shoot for the Moon like aim for the star, going for going for a big shot thing? Or yeah, is this, I think so. Yeah. I think it was just like a huge stress because during the pandemic, you just don't know what's happening. It's kind of when you hit that age where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm responsible for my future, not the people around me, you yeah. know? And it was kind of that awakening for me where I, but but not in a negative. I looked at the goal as a as a goal and not an obstacle. So I think in that way, it was just like, let's do this. Plus, I feel like an alien in this weird world. So it's perfect. You know, I just want to get on that spaceship. What is this place, y'all? You know, and so there's part of that, too. So That is uh, a land speed record for saying, plus, I feel like an alien and then finishing and the full <laughs> answer. Well done. You're listening to Jazz 88. I'm chatting with Davina of Davina and the Vagabonds. They're getting ready for a show on Saturday, June 24th. at The Jazz 88 main stage is part of 
of the Twin Cities Jazz Festival. Woo! Pretty incredible lineup for the whole thing, including the fact that right after you play, your set's at 6 p.m. Then Chris McBride. I just McBride. got chills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, when you're doing this this type of performance, you're outdoors. Yeah. You have a really dedicated fan base, not only in the Twin Cities, oh but the world over. Oh. But you're going to be playing to some people who are just waiting for Chris McBride, no doubt. Yeah. So what's the Devine and the Vagabond strategy when you know you're going to be playing to a festival crowd yeah. and some new audience and some diehards? You know, because we play a lot of intimate cabaret places, and we played at Monterey, we played Montreal jazz, we've done New Orleans jazz. I always tell the guys right before summer, you better get ready because it's rapid call Davina's coming. Yeah. You know, because I'm just like, I think space between songs are ridiculous. It gives me hives when I see other bands do that. That's why I don't have a guitar. Don't tune. Gotcha. Like, come on. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So my festival thing is just really active. It's really, you know, a beautiful roller coaster. I really think about set lists. You know, I just make sure that they're entertained, but not like bang over the head. You yeah. know what I mean? I really want to have them come along on a journey with me, you know, but it be hold on. Yeah. Like, hold on, because rapid fire is here. So you made the set list, but you, you, you're ready to run through yeah. it. And, you know, what's hilarious, too, is I'm a horrible band leader, and I'll be like, you guys got to follow this set list. And then I'll go up to the stage, and I'll be like, I don't know if that next song's going to do it. Gotcha. Like, when I smell all the people you out. got to feel it. Because you got to smell the people yeah. out, you know. And then I'll be like, I'll scream, like, we're changing it up. You know, but it's still one, two, three, you know. Oh. But I just think it's so important, you know. And the guys... They've been doing it with me long enough. I'm not a bad caller of songs. I can do it, you know, and well, if you feel it, do it. So I I am going to strongly disagree with you saying you're a ba bad band leader because I've gotten to see this in I a number of ways. i plenty of mistakes. Oh, that's you why know? you're a good one now. But yeah. the thing is, I've seen you snap a band into shape. I've seen you play incredibly well with your band on stage. And almost any time we share a conversation, you're talking about taking care of your guys. It's hard to keep a working band going, and it's something that's, I think, particularly hard in this town. When people get calls from a lot of other people, when yeah. people have a lot of opportunities, you've, Tons. you've garnered a lot of loyalty from the people next to you. Not even just the folk that's married to you, but uh, some other players well, as well. mortgages help, you know. Yeah. But How do you do yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've made a lot of mistakes. I think I put, I took everything personally, you know, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, even, you know, and I, I just kind of learned to balance that out. Um, I learned to pay them yeah, and to make sure that, you know, I give them their own space when we're, we're touring. I make sure that they're heard. I try. <laughs> uh, now, there's a whole bunch of jazz going on for the Twin Cities yes. Jazz Fest. This is a really important part of the calendar year for anybody who loves this music yes. in the Twin Cities. Are there any artists, Davina, that you're looking forward to catching during the Twin Cities Jazz Fest? I mean, obviously McBride, right. you know, and I'm going to be there. But I'm really excited. There's so many people that I see. You know, like Graydon Peterson's going to have a jam, and I absolutely adore Graydon, and he's an amazing bass player. I know Dorothy Doring and Connie. Talk about women who have paved any path sure. for any jazz singer. We need to really discuss this, folks. You know, these players in this city have paved the path for so many people. So I'm excited to see them, and they're amazing. Nicholas David is awesome. He's kind of a woo-woo guy like me. I've only met him once, but I enjoy his energy. Pause. Woo-woo. Is like, this saying emotional feeling? Is this a party vibe? You just twinkled your fingers like a little bit. Like, woo-woo. <laughs> they can't see that, can okay. they? Woo. No, I feel it's like, like you I... know, like, this is the universe, man, and it's all, like, woo-woo, like okay. a little witchy. I don't know what his back, anyway, but he has that vibe, and I'm very much so, uh, You got a woo -woo. little woo-woo in you? Yeah. 
This is very similar jazz hands. I, yeah. But it's not. Okay, folks. it's not. It's, it's, it's woo hands. It's woo. And it's woo, not woo tang. It's woo hands. And it's two woo woos, not just one. Woo woo. Woo woo. Okay. Yeah. Got you. So there's tons of stuff that I'm really excited. Jack Brass Band. You know I love me a New Orleans brass yeah. band. So tons of stuff. I mean, it's just crazy how many stages. You know, I I know that we're on the main stage, which is I never thought in a million years. <clears throat> the Jazz 88 main the stage. The Jazz 88 main stage. Davina, we're so honored that you took the time to chat with Jazz 88. Shush. We can't wait to catch you on the Jazz 88 main stage in Mears Park on Saturday, June 24th. Thank you for hanging out with Jazz 88. Thank you.